Stacy, are we GHing? Hell yes, we are GHing. On today's episode, we are going to cover episodes 81 through 85. And, as promised, we'll give you our spoiler rating. Once again, we are at CFS. Crazy fucking spoilers. Beware. Because it was another crazy week. It really was. We're going to start off with a story that has been heartbreaking, but also, sadly, a little bit boring. I don't, I feel like an asshole saying it that way, but. No, I think you're right. This Willow leukemia story has been dragging on. Like we violently disagree with everything she's done, but also, you know, it's her body. She can do whatever makes sense for her, but she's really dug herself into a hole and that came to a head. Um, They found a donor for uh, bone marrow for her. So everything was really going great. And then immediately was told that the donor is no longer eligible because of health, existing health things. Um, There's a lot of questions about why didn't they know that when they registered? That's a little bit ridiculous. People register and are on registries because they're good people. They're trying to be helpful It doesn't mean they did an intense physical prior to just being on a registry. That's just not how it works. Sorry. I had a little bit of a rant there. It's good. Um, No, that's, that's right. And, and I found that the whole reveal that the donor didn't work was really handled very subtly. Terry was calm. They were calm. It was tragic, but it just built that emotion of, oh gosh, this didn't work out. Yeah, so now they're scrambling for trying to find alternative treatments. She's freaking out about, um, you know, trying to find her birth parents. And then, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Kathy's favorite person, Nina, discovers, actually, it's not Nina who discovers it. It's Sunny who discovers Willow's chemotherapy notes that were in with Britt's stuff. Um, and then him and Nina do research and they're trying to figure it out. That's a whole nother storyline, but basically because Sonny thought everybody knew he goes and tells Jocelyn because he's trying to find a way to be there for Michael and Willow. Um, in the meantime, because he's talking with Nina, she, because she thinks Michael is the antichrist, um, (laughs) basically goes to the cottage to tell him what she thinks of him making her wait to have chemotherapy, like totally blames him. Like Mm -hmm. he's making her wait so that he can have a child. Like, Mm -hmm. why is that your assumption? I just, she's the worst. I just don't. It's fine. I know Kathy has way stronger feelings about Nina Uh than I do. Uh Fine. Um, I mean, what Nina did is not fine, but it's fine that we 
have differing <laughs> degrees of passionate hate for this poor character. <laughs> um. Anyway, while Nina is confronting Michael, Willow is having these crazy, psychotic, vivid dreams. Like one is this happy, happy, everything is great. They're having the baby. She's fine. And then they went on way too long for me. They made me uncomfortable. Like it was hard for me to watch these dreams because they were so over the top. And then it seems like after Nina was physically in the house, she infiltrated the dream. And instead, Michael gives the, both of their children away to Nina in this dream because Willow is basically dying. Which is awful. Anyway, she comes downstairs after her terrible dreams and sees Nina with Wiley and just goes batshit crazy. Like, get away from my children. You're never going to take my children. Like a, like a crazy person. Because her Nina's dream like, has come true. Like, right, because she comes downstairs sleepy. and Wiley is yeah. all up on Nina. He loves her. Mm-hmm. He misses her. Can you play with me because my mommy can't and my daddy has to take care of my mommy? Like, yeah, no, it's awful. Like, I, I mean, I felt for her. And, and then because she's screaming at Nina, she just, she passes out. She has to be taken away in an ambulance. Michael has to leave Wiley with Nina. It's a whole thing. Um, And it segues into a lot of other stories that we're going to touch on. But anyway. All right. So segueing, because while all of this was happening, Carly's story was finally coming to a head. All those things we've been dreading in terms of Carly finally having to come clean with Drew and everybody else. um, She doesn't start. She starts by coming clean about the sabotage of the Josiah stuff and and the truth around um, the mother. I even liked how Drew, she offered him wine. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna take the wine (laughs) because then I'm going to accuse you of something. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, but he finally comes clean that Willow has cancer, but he also tells her, oh, but don't worry. Um, they have a donor. So Carly I, I don't remember, I do remember exactly how that conversation going, but she finally admits through back and forth with Drew, because Drew's not letting it go, that Nina is actually Willow's mother. It went and, so far before that, like, she's repeatedly justifying why she didn't say anything, and Drew is just calling her out, calling her out, calling her out, like, she's like, Willow told me if she had a mother like Mina, she just didn't want to know. And then, but now, you know, she's looking for her birth parents. Yes, but I didn't, you know, like she just kept justifying it. And then he's like, she needs to know now. And then, then he basically yells that she has leukemia and she just freaks out. But um, well, he asks her if she was ever, ever planning on telling Willow. Yeah. And Carly had to admit that no, she never ever planned to tell her. Um, which I thought was really the crux of Carly's thing. Like she had justified it to such a level that it was just gonna die with her, that information. 
Um, but I think we all knew that, right? And Harmony put that in her head yes. a little too. So she did. You're Harmony right. said, Nina's her mom. She can't ever find out. Nina will suck her dry or something yeah. to those words. Like, yeah. She, yeah. And we all know how much I hate Nina. And so like, partially I agree, but at this point, no, I did not agree um, that she should keep it a secret. So they find out Willow is, has collapsed. They get to the hospital and that's when they learn from Michael that the donor didn't work. And that's when, to me, the showdown happens because then Carly has to do what she has to do and she's brave enough to do it. Gotta love her. Um, so she goes to tell Nina, well, first she tries to tell Willow, but Willow's asleep. So then she finally goes to tell Nina that when she was pregnant, her mom, Madeline, gave that baby away to Harmony and that um, she has the proof that Nina's Willow's mom and it ends. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Nina, Nina just spewed vitriol at her and like... Carly tried to start with, you need to go get tested right now. And she was like, of course, everybody will get tested. She's like, no, you need to get tested right now. Rush it, rush it, rush it. And she's like, are you having an episode? (laughs) Yeah, I felt like, here's my thinking. Nina was completely justified on being angry and mad. I felt it. I was with her. I hate her guts, but she should have known that Willow was her kid. And really, it's the second time that Carly has kept the information about Nina's child from her. Yeah. And the whole argument that Nina is this horrible person because she kept her husband a secret is not as bad as two children. It's really not. Well, in Carly's defense, she didn't know Nell was Nina's until after Nell had passed. And then, I understand, but still. And then, well, then her thought was, Nell was a terrible human being. I'm not just, like, I still feel it was wrong. But anyways, so I just found that was like, and then, of course, it ends with Nino, Nina in Willow's room. Obviously about to tell her, so I really cannot wait. Well, and it was so dramatic. Um, Willow started freaking out instantly because Michael tried to tell her first. And um, she was like, I never want that woman near me again. I want a restraining order. I want like, and Michael's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then Nina's like, I'm here to save your life. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Good impression. (laughs) All right. Not a good impression. but Meanwhile, not related at all. Stacy, talk let's talk about Esme. Oh my god, this is where the super crazy spoilers come from. Um if you haven't watched, I guess we should it's too late now. Um Esme has amnesia and everybody who talks to her seems to think it's legit. She didn't remember her own name, she didn't remember being pregnant. She didn't recognize anybody that came in. The only person that she recognized was Kevin and, and just, and she doesn't know why fuzzy memory. She's like, I know your face, like those kinds of things. And, um, so really we, we know, we factually know that that ornament she had in her pocket is going to be the key. 
And of course, Victor is using it against Nicholas because he also found an ornament in the North Tower, which was supposed to be closed. And he's starting to blackmail Nicholas already. Like he is such a bastard holding all of that information against him. I just, I really, the way Kathy feels about Nina is how I feel about Victor. I mean, <laughs> like, I feel like he's slimy to the touch, like that level of, of unacceptable with Victor. But, um, anyway, um, they're tr- Nicholas assigned, he like basically bribed the court somehow to get Martin Gray assigned to be Esme's lawyer. And yeah. Martin is being aggressive. Like, well, Martin's decided that he's going to take it. It's like three times his fee, but he's also thinking that he can get her off of the whole hook thing. If they can figure out where she's been hiding. So he wants to figure out where she's been hiding. And that should be pretty interesting as we go forward. And Finn is the one who keeps directing people to Windermere. Yeah, which I love. I just I love that. And Please, as- Finn, speak up. And Elizabeth, she's just like, shit, <laughs> fuck, what is happening? Um. Anyway. Yeah. The whole hook story is a different thing. Like, we can maybe, like, I, other than the whole Joss, like, lied to the police sort of I don't think that really progressed too much this I don't week. think so either I think that's a next week and I think to your point from earlier in our conversation Nina's story is going to get a lot bigger next week or within the next week or two yeah and we'll see what happens to Esme and maybe how they even intersect if they do oh so much craziness okay should we move on to section two? I think so. I think it's time. Um, I have a question for you. How do you feel about Alexis and Gregory Chase? They have no chemistry, like negative amounts of chemistry. I feel like they're brother and sister. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to understand their friendship. I don't. I don't get it. I don't mind their friendship, but I don't like the awkward attempts at flirting. Yeah. Like it just like when Sean was there, I could feel the chemistry between him and Alexis. Like mm-hmm. I could, I could feel it through the airways. Like mm-hmm. it was there. Um, Alexis needs a bad boy. I mean, let's just be honest. She just, she is just not suited to be with somebody who's good hearted. <laughs> well, and this is also going to sound mean. I don't know what it is today, but I feel like he's also a little stupid. <laughs> like he doesn't come up like, Maybe it's just his by the bookness, but like this week they talked about him leaving the professorhood to work at the paper and I'm not interested in him at all. Yeah, they're going to have to do something to make him interesting. He has, he's too easygoing and other than that little bit of angst he gave her when he didn't like the paper, they almost like have like 
erased all of that and now they're just super friends and it's weird so anyways all right i'm glad you feel the same way that was my question there all right we've got some maybe romances happening as well we're just i can see them just trying to figure shit out Mm -hmm. um and we keep like now trying to figure out who cameron can be interested in and i keep doubling down that when, when kathy and i watch i'm like I think Esme and Cameron are going to get together. Oh no! Like I can't. <laughs> we all. She would Cameron have to really lose her memory. Well, and Cameron went super dark himself. He did. he did. And you know, one of the things that Trina has been talking about is if Esme really does have amnesia, can she be a better person? Can she start fresh? Which I love the fact that she's talking that way. And I like the fact that Spencer's like legitimately thinking, yeah, maybe she lost her memory. Spencer's turning out to be a pretty decent individual himself. So yeah, we'll see what happens with them. I don't know like what's happening with Cody. Well, um, so seems to be there sticking was around. like a moment with him and Sasha. Which was cute. I didn't not like it. And they both have pretty traumatic paths. Right. There's Mm -hmm. they both have violently lost someone that they either loved or were into. Um, They both have done some sketchy shit in the past. And there's going to be that connection because, you know, Cody is gambling with Gladys. Like that is going to come up hopefully quite soon. I cannot wait. I can't wait for that story. I can't wait for the whole Windermere. Ava wants Windermere in the divorce story. That's going to be beautiful. Get it. Um, I'm excited to see how Portia tries to save Trina from the Cassidines. That should be fascinating. I need to know when when the whole Curtis situation is going to blow up. Because if they're having a Valentine's wedding, that is happening very quickly. Oh, yeah, you're right. And, okay, wait, can we talk about? how beautiful Portia looked. <laughs> oh my God. She looked amazing. I want her top. Everything about her. She was casual in jeans, but her makeup, her oh, blouse, flawless. everything about her looked amazing. Like I that whole stop. house is a beautiful household. Curtis, if you guys mm-hmm. haven't learned this, cause I know this is only our second episode, but Curtis is hot. <laughs> like, yeah. Stacy likes Curtis. Um, a Curtis lot. Is it. Uh, but Portia was just freaking gorgeous. Um, she vast... looked appropriate for her age and beautiful. Yeah, Sasha looked beautiful. There was, I mean, Ava looked beautiful at the beginning. I loved Willow's earrings. There were just a lot of beautiful things. And then there was the worst thing ever on the face of the planet. Okay, before we get to the worst thing ever, what is happening with Cody's hair? Seriously, <laughs> what is happening with Cody's hair? I get that. Like, if he's wearing a cowboy hat, which I've never seen him wear, like, it's a little bit hat head, but he's wearing it all the time. Like, I don't know. It's not acceptable. This is a soap opera. Have your hair look better. Yeah, I agree. His hair looks childish. Worst thing ever. Oh, my God. Cody and Brooklyn are trying to seduce Chase on Brooklyn's behalf. And he sends her out of the room to change her clothes into something sexy. And she comes out in the worst fashion nightmare I have ever seen. Every time I saw more of it, it was worse. She looked like a poofy Wednesday Adams. And 
I just, I cannot. Every time She's it came on. She's such a on, beautiful lady, too. And it was they like, always oh no, dress her oh badly. No. There's been like one outfit where she looked good. They need to stop putting her in shoulder pads and boxy things. Let her rock her body. She is amazing. What the fuck was that dress she was wearing? Oh, I yeah. Had thoughts. It wasn't good. <laughs> Susie had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> I could not stop them. She kept coming on and not changing her clothes. She was wearing it when they went to go relieve Nina from babysitting Wiley. Oh, really? And the really fact that she came out and Cody's like, yes, that is the look. Are you kidding me? What about Cody, Chase no. makes you put on a macabre middle school prom dress? Just, yep. What is happening? Whew. Okay. Um, <laughs> really, we have to stop there because there's nothing. That, <laughs> there's nothing else to say. There's I will say they did a little Sonia Eddie tribute. I hope they're going to do more. It felt a little bit. It was nice, but I feel like they need there to do. They weren't even speaking. Like more. I feel like they could interview or just like have somebody speaking who was close to her and just be like, "We would just want to honor." Yeah. She, yeah. I'm curious if they'll do like a character. Like like they did for that one person that died in Ireland or whatever it was. Um, okay, well, that's all I have, Stacey. That's all I have too. Um thank excited you for, for the crazy up with my cattiness today. I, I love it. It's about it's all truth. All truth. Nothing but <laughs> all right. Well, as usual, you can find us at rwghing.com. Um, our emails are listed, but mine is Alexis, who is my soulmate, at rwghing.com. And I am Felicia at rwghing.com, and she has not been in enough of these episodes lately, so maybe I'll go on strike. Let, let's not get carried away. When she's on, she looks amazing. Oh, Nobody's criticizing her Wednesday Adams dress. No. Just but let us know what your thoughts are, too. So um, reach out. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. Bye.